And we are back. Degenerates Corner, week two. I'm Anderson. I'm Will. We're back, baby. And me and Will are excited. We're uh, we're glad to be back for this uh, a new week of gambling, a new week of sports, a new week of redemption for Will. It was a rough week for me last week. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Overall, we were uh, two and two with the locks. I think. Yeah, my locks weren't even close. But Carolina tried. Yeesh. Will tried. Rough week for me. But I carry. I had to carry the ship this week. Hopefully. I mean, you're going to bounce back. I'm you bounce will back. bounce back. That's the thing about gambling. Bounce right back. New week, new me. Let's go, baby. Guys, we, Let's got get into a, it. we got a new show for you. We got fresh picks, fresh games. Let's get down to it. But um, before we actually get down to the games, let's look at some uh, betting news for this week. Uh, well, I saw an interesting story today. It was uh, another gamble, uh, gambling bet out of Vegas. It was a Patriots and Cowboys parlay. He put down $1,000 in order... For a $45 return. What do you think about that? I think it's a very dumb bet, to be honest. Like, $1,000, but whatever. You do they're you, sure, bro. They're surefire bets, like, I'm sure in this guy's opinion. But $1,000 for a $45 return, it just doesn't make sense. Obviously, I think it was it's more of a joke than anything. But he probably will see that return. But as we'll discuss later, I'm not a big fan of that Cowboys-Dolphins matchup this no, week. No, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Anyway. Yeah. You ready to get down to some bets, Will? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Will. Take us through some bets you're looking at this week. All right. So I'm, I'm real high on uh, Houston at plus five. They're Tulane this week. Um, Houston, they've been playing they, They've been playing some tough opponents, close games with top 25 opponents. This is their first game with a in-conference opponent. I like Dana Holgerson there. I think he's going to do great things with that program. And their QB, Derek King. He's a he's gonna be good in the NFL, I think, one day. So I think you take Houston plus five, uh, Thursday night. That's a what's the over under for that game? Do you know? I do not know. Well, I like a high scoring affair out of that one for sure. Um, I'm gonna take us down to some local games for us. At a we're coming at you from Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, let's talk about the North Carolina App State matchup because that's a really intriguing matchup, I think. I, There's been have you been looking on Twitter lately, Will? I have not been. Anxious. If anyone is listening to this. And I'm praying God that someone is. <laughs> For real. Go look at the Twitter beef between the Barstool accounts of each school. App State came out with some fire today against Carolina talking about their football program and the six wins they've had over the past three seasons. I mean, I guess it's due credit, but uh, App State is an FCS program, so they can uh, stay in their lane. I think as they're they... Moving the, they just moved to FBS, though. Well, That's the big deal. Well, they're not in the Power Five, so they can stay in their lane. <laughs> Will's a UNC fan for anybody that didn't know. Well, I think it's ridiculous that Carolina is only favored by three at home. I don't know. It's a, okay, there's there's some backstory to that pick. Uh, the head coach for App State, Eli Drinkwitz, was the offensive coordinator at NC State. Terrible offensive coordinator. He was actually a very good offensive coordinator. Coach Kelvin Harmon, Ryan Finley, some good Garrett Bradbury, some good NFL prospects, and I think he had a four and one record against Carolina, something like that. Yeah, that's probably why some uh, gamblers in Vegas are a little high on the Mountaineers for this week. But it's an intriguing matchup. UNC fans are calling it App State Super Bowl, which it App is. State fans are <laughs> being, they're very, denying very strongly. But it's a good matchup. It's it's a I think it's a bet I'm a little 
I'd I'm take wearing, UNC all day in I'm, this. I'm Mac a, is back. Sam Howell had a terrible game last week against Wake Forest. Go Heels. I'm wary on this game because I could see it going either way. I, UNC, I could see UNC with a bounce back, and I've not had a good history of betting against them this year. Except I, I lost some money on them week one and haven't touched them since. But App State can definitely score some points, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them actually just pull off an upset, and you could bet the money line for this game. So, I mean, I wouldn't judge anyone either way if they're going with UNC or App in this one. It should be a really good matchup. But um, if I had, if you had to pull, like, twist my arm, I think I would take UNC in this one. I think they're a little – App's a little overpowered in this. But At home in Keenan? That's yeah. not really what a very great home field advantage. <laughs> All right, well, give us your next game. All right, so uh, next game, I'll go with Utah. They're favored by four against USC. Anybody watch the Utah? That was one of my – Last my one of the few picks that hit for me last week was uh the Utah USC game. USC just looks terrible. They look very bad. And uh Utah did beat BYU at BYU, which something USC couldn't do. So take Utah minus four against USC this week. Clay Helton will be gone in a month or so. I'm actually gonna talk about this game later because you actually just touched on one of my locks for this week. Really? Yeah, but we'll get into locks later. I'm gonna take us into a uh, another intriguing matchup. We're gonna go. We're gonna keep this local for me. I like the local games. Uh, NC State. Now, if you listened last week, I rode high with NC State, as of course I'm a student, so I kind of have to ride with them every game. And I did expect them to have a little bit better showing against West Virginia, but they got curb stomped. Simply not, put it, they're just not good. I'll, yeah, I don't think they're a great team, but the line this week against Ball State is minus 19. And they oh. did cover against Western Carolina and ECU this this year already. And so I honestly like it. NC State notoriously has had a lot of noon games this year. And they the football gods have graciously blessed us with a 7 o'clock game on Saturday. Me and Will will actually both be there in the not, stands. Not together. Not together. But we will both be there. And we will have both have money on this. Are you betting on this game? You know I will. Okay, <laughs> of course. We're, all, we're both degenerates. Degenerates <laughs> corner people. <laughs> well, I like NC State minus 19. I like it was, a, it was a terrible showing last week against West Virginia. I like a little bit of redemption for quarterback Matt McKay. I think offensive coordinator Des Kitchen is going to open up the playbook a little bit. He's going to let the ball get aired out. Ball State. FCS program. One and two already this year. Minus 19 is a little low for with the talent level that's being put against each other on the field. Take the Wolfpack. I think that's a safer one of the safer bets. Not one of my locks, but we'll get to those in a little bit. Will, I hate to dwell on local teams, but why does State play just awful teams in the beginning of the year? Anyway, we can move on. So, uh, you have any other picks non-local? No, that's going to that's gonna do it for uh, just my regular uh, bets. But do you have any other games? Uh, I do, actually. I like Auburn at plus three and a half at Texas A&M. I think they're for real this year. Bo Nix looks outstanding. Texas A&M looked sort of bad against Clemson. Their only real test of the year. Auburn beat Oregon at the beginning of the year. And uh, Auburn's running back, Jartavius Whitlow, he's a, he's a bad dude. He will run over Texas A&M defense. And uh, also, I like the over for this game at 47 and a half. So, uh. Auburn plus three and over for this game. And, uh, yeah. I think that's going to take us in to bets we're avoiding this week. And I think this is the first time I've really disagreed with you, Will. Really? Actually, I think 
Auburn, te- uh, Texas A and M is a game I'm going to avoid this week. Really, I like I like the Tigers this week. I am not as high on Bo Nix as you have, you are. If you really look at his stats, his completion percentage is piss poor. It's really not great. Well, I could be a little biased because week one he hit a big parlay for me by throwing that <laughs> touchdown pass. Did you look at the stats though? No, but I, I like Texas. I, don't, I like Auburn. I'm not really high on Oregon as a football team this year, and I think Auburn's a good team, but I don't think they're Texas a on Texas A&M's level. I think Jimbo Fisher is gonna, you know, bring, is gonna bring it to, to Auburn, and I could see this game going either way. I don't think we've seen enough out of Bo Nix to really, you know, give a judgment and how how good of a player he is. So that worries me. And here's an interesting stat. The away team in this Auburn-Texas A&M series has won five of the last six matchups. So, something's got to give. It's at Texas A&M. It's at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is favored by three and a half. I thought they actually played decent against Clemson. I thought the defense played tremendously, but their offense was a little slow, and I'm not a big believer in their quarterback either. So, I can see this game going either way. I'm too scared to bet on this, but if, you, if you're a big believer in Will and his 0-2 record and lock picks. You should be. You should be. It's not one of his locks, so maybe you should uh, have some faith in him, but I'm going to avoid that game this week. Will, what kind of game are you, what games are you avoiding this week? Uh, so, in the college level, I'm staying far away from Florida and Tennessee. Florida's favored by 14. Um, the thing is, Florida's starting quarterback this week. Um, he hasn't started a game. He didn't start a game in high school at all. So, really wondering how he gets in this position. And Tennessee is a terrible, just a terrible team, honestly. But, honestly, I feel like they're just going to come out because it's Florida, one of their big rivals. They're going to try to play. So, stay away from Florida and Tennessee this week. I just just don't like that game. You bring up a good point. I do think a big rule for me, uh, historically, is I do not like betting on rivalry games. Because, I mean, any of those games are toss-ups. you got so much on the line for your school and for your state. It really teams just come to ball out those games. Yeah, and Tennessee. You can will see come big 100%, upsets. Yeah. And even though Tennessee's been horrible this year, I could see them actually stealing one because historically they have been able to do win the games that they're not supposed to win. But I think it's gonna take me into my final pick that I'm a final game I'm avoiding this year. Stay away from. Yep, stay away from. I do not like the Cowboys Miami matchup. Me the Dolphins neither. the Dolphins are terrible, but it's the NFL. It's the National Football League. It is the best football you will see on this earth, on the planet. And the Cowboys are favored by 21 and a half at home. And the Cow- the Dolphins may be terrible, but 21 and a half, that's a lot of points in in the it's, NFL. It's the National Football League. They're professional football players. I have that as one of my stay away from too. And I also have the Patriots Jets. Both those lines are above 20. I think those are both sucker picks. I think you stay away from them. Yeah, even though they're all bad, just stay away from those games. They're sucker picks. Yeah, I, I think people are Vegas is really reeling some people in on those. And I think people think they're going to get some easy money with the Cowboys this week, but something's got to give it with Miami. Miami had a players. yeah, well they had a really tough schedule in the first two games. He played against two quality teams, yeah. and they just got rolled by Baltimore and New England. And I don't, I'm not as big of a believer in the Cowboys as I am in the Ravens and the. Patriots either. I think the Dolphins are actually going to put up a fight this week. They'll be embarrassed by uh, their past. I mean, the Cowboys are going to win, but I don't know if it'll be twenty-one and a half. Yeah, I think there's just too many unknowns with that one. I, it's too early in the season to be betting the Cowboys with that much. And the Cowboys are a team that will let people down historically. It's not the nineteen nineties anymore. (laughs) All right, you got another one. Oh, that's it. That's it. All right, so Will. 
It's your moment of truth. It's the locks for locks. the week. So now, if you watch the ep- last week's episode, you you'll lost know. money betting on me. But yeah, Will went zero and two in his locks. I, on the other hand, went two and zero. So you might want to listen to me this week. But we both have the same record, though. I just want to point that out. <laughs> what do you mean we both have the same record? We were both two and three. Were we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least my locks hit. <laughs> Pay attention to the locks. That's what we put on the social medias. All right. So, Will, give me your first lock. First lock of the week. So, I got Texas minus six over Oklahoma State. Sam Ellinger, Heisman candidate. He's going to roll in. Texas is back over OK State. And, uh, yeah, so last week Oklahoma State was one of the few games that hit for me because of T. Boone Pickens. (laughs) That was a good pick. (laughs) It was. Anyway, so uh, Texas, they're going to beat the hell out of Oklahoma State. Minus six. Yes. What's your lock? Well, I'm actually going to take an over-under for the first time. Really? Think, yeah, it's really? the first time we've done it on this show. I'm excited to do it. Uh, it's not really a game you'd think about, but it's going to be Western Michigan at Syracuse. I actually have the under on that game. Oh, yeah. good. I'm glad we agree on something. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a great bet. The over-under was, I think, 63 and a half. If you paid attention to Syracuse this year, you know that they came in with a lot of lofty expectations. They came in ranked in the AP poll. They were supposed to be a great team. They had a lot of returners, but they did lose their starting quarterback, Eric Dungy, who was absolutely tremendous and one of the most underrated college players in the past couple of years. And losing him has really hurt their offense. You know how many points, the most points they've scored in a week, Will? How what? 24. 24 against Liberty. Under. And they are taking West... Western Michigan on in the Carrier Dome. Now Western Michigan, they can put, do they do put up some points against people or against teams on their same talent level, but I don't think they're going to do that against Cuse. Syracuse actually did show some great flashes of defense, defensive efficiency against Clemson. I was actually impressed with the way they were able to get to Trevor Lawrence and actually make him turn the ball over. I think they're gonna the defense is gonna have an e- a much easier time against Western Michigan, and I think this game goes way under sixty two and a half points. Syracuse can't score, and I don't think Western Michigan will either. Now, I don't I wouldn't bet on Syracuse winning the game because they're a, they're a very Trash. weak team. <laughs> they're a very weak team this year, clearly. But I'd like the under in this one. This is I love this bet. Please, if you if you're betting on just one game this week, take this one. I agree. I agree. Um, so my last lock of the week, I'm gonna move to the NFL. It's the Seahawks minus four of their Saints. Uh, I'm not sure why this line is so low. There's no Drew Brees, as many of you know. Uh, take the Seahawks minus four over the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater, I like him. It's not gonna. They're not going to do anything. Saints are going to struggle without Drew Brees. So. Seahawks are the 2-0 for the first time, I think, since 2013. Yeah, Seahawks look good this year. So, uh, take Seahawks over the Saints, minus four. They're going to run the ball. I like. I do like the Seahawks in that one. I think we took them last week as well. We did as a dog over uh, Pittsburgh, and that worked out well for us. Well, Big Ben getting hurt actually yeah, helped a Big lot. Ben. Yeah, rip Big Ben. Um, that's going to take me into my last lock of the week, and I might go on a rant on this one, but Utah at USC. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. We already um, talked about this one a little bit. Uh, I bet on the line actually uh, yesterday, and I think it was three and a half, but it actually has moved back to four. I'm still comfortable with Utah in this one. Now, they are playing USC in Los Angeles in the Coliseum, but USC is starting a freshman quarterback this year. 
because uh, the he was a starter for the for USA at the start. JT of the year. Daniels, JT Daniels, ACL and NCL. Yeah, so you got a new freshman quarterback in there, and they're going up against the top number ten ranked team in the country. Now I like I don't understand why the media and casual college football fans love USC. I refer to them as the Dallas Cowboys of college football. I think that's a fair analogy. People don't understand that it is not 2004. Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush aren't in the backfield for the Trojans. Pete Carroll is not the head coach. They have not experienced much success in the last decade. Really, only success they had was uh, under Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah, I guess for a brief moment, but. Utah's only favored by four. Now, Utah hasn't had a real challenge this year, but I like the Utes in this one. USC's got a lot of inexperience and a lot of injuries. Utah, stability. Good coaching. Great coaching. And I think they're just going to go in there and take care of business, win by probably more than a touchdown. Definitely. Minus four is very low for this game, and I think a lot of USC fans or sympathizers in Vegas are really pushing this line closer to – than where it should be. I agree. I think it's a smart bet, and I, that is my second lock for the week. Hopefully, I'll be 4-0 after this week. Will? Yeah, we're hoping for no losses this week. No losses. <laughs> hoping for 2-2 two and two for you, Will. But uh, No losses. We no don't, losses. We don't want 500. We want, we want no losses. Come on. Shoot yeah. for the move. Well, that's going to do it for our picks for the week. I think we're going to move into our last segment, Things We Hate to See. Will, uh, so, what do you hate to see? So many of you saw this week on Monday Night Football. Who was watching that game? Were you watching that game? I watched the first quarter, and then it just got. Ugly. I think I watched the first half. Anyway, that was that was brutal. Anyway, uh, Trevor Simeon rolling out in the pocket gets tackled. You see his ankle roll up. Oof! Hate to see that. You cringe looking at that. Cringe. I, I think I audibly yelled during when that happened. Yeah. That was that was tough to watch. And Trevor actually wasn't playing that bad. And it was good to see him move on and get a shot outside of Denver, where I don't think John Elway does a does a terrible job developing quarterbacks there. But it was he wasn't playing terrible, wasn't turning the ball over, and you just hate to see a kind of injury like that. Yeah, really stinks for him because of he could have helped. Yeah, but avoid the Jets this year, please. Yeah, just they got Le'Veon Bell running up against the other twelve guys on the field. It's I love guys, <laughs> eleven guys. My fault. Um, but man. that's just terrible for him. Anyway, you just hate to see that. But uh, Adam Gase will they'll figure it out when Sam Darnold gets back. The Jets are just a misery pile. Yeah, and the Mets. It's, it's a rough time in the Queens right now. Yeah, yeah, rough time. Go Yankees, though. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm about to stick in a good Braves there. About to clinch the division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Braves fan here. All right, I think that's going to do it for the week. For our week, our second week, Will. Yeah, and uh, if any guys want to sponsor podcast, we would be more than willing to <laughs> talk about it. We are willing <laughs> to take on sponsors. We want sponsors. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for week two. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you all later. Thank you.